0: Welcome or welcome back to Prophetic Prayer Podcast. I am Kendra, your host, and today is February 11th, and we turn to Exodus in the Old Testament, where Moses is still on the mountain for these 40 days, listening to the Lord. And meanwhile, the Israelites are getting discouraged, and they're asking Aaron to bring them a God that they can follow. And so he asks them to all surrender their their jewelry, their gold jewelry, and he throws it into the fire and it creates this calf. And they all start to worship this golden calf and they have a party. (laughs) And in the Hebrew version, they say that they defiled themselves. In the translation, it's saying that they acted as pagans and and participated in pagan holidays. I don't really love that translation. This basically, all this is talking about is worshiping false gods. This is saying that when we place more value on the physical material realm than we do on God, we are sinning. We are missing the mark. We are defiling ourselves and we are defiling God. Moses comes down off of the mountain and he... Basically asks the ones that are standing with him and with the Lord to come over to his side. And he instructs them to um, kill the rest of the people. And so like 3,000 people die that day. He praises them because they they killed their own family members in order to um, serve the Lord. I don't know if this is necessary... (laughs) like appropriate and it's just basically going back to that lesson of do we serve man or do we serve god i i don't necessarily agree with um killing people (laughs) but it's just like the example that came through um, a couple of weeks ago about if Jesus showed up at your front door and said, come with me, would we say, oh, no, I can't. I have all of these responsibilities. I can't just leave and come and follow you. Or would we say, absolutely. And we would surrender our our lives, our families, our responsibilities, and to focus on God, to walk with him. And I feel like this is an individual um, choice that we all have, To choose there's just a couple of things that I've I've noticed and I understand that the new Translation is to help us to understand it in the languaging that we use today in our modern world I just feel that there is like a lot of unnecessary hate that I I have perceived within religion and I don't agree with giving people the right to hate one another and so when it says things like they were punished because they were pagans or they were um they're participating in a pagan holiday well that's really demonizing people who are pagans and i don't think that that is necessary and there's there's a place and a space for all of our different beliefs and we can always have these different beliefs while keeping our focus on god while understanding that above all else what what we are seeking is god we're not seeking these statues we're not seeking to follow a false idol we're not seeking to to surrender our truth and and try to go with the crowd we're not we're not acting hastily and forgetting to remember god I think that Moses was instructed to act in this way because it's establishing a kind of obedience to God, and it's kind of like herding cats. It's very hard to be a prophet. I know I speak from experience, and as this podcast is is geared towards helping those who have sight to see, it's hard when you have vision and Others don't perceive or see the way that you do. It's hard to see all of your, your friends and family walking towards a cliff and you're saying, no, there's a cliff there, please don't go that way. You're going to walk directly off this cliff, please turn around. And they're laughing at you or they're not listening to you. And it can make you go mad until you finally surrender and say, let God's will be done. And no matter what happens, all my responsibility is, is to share the message. It's not up to me how anyone receives the message or perceives the message. It's about not playing God and saying, Oh, well, I'm not going to tell you because you didn't listen to me. So I'll allow you to be punished. No, Moses continued to share the word of God. And it was frustrating to him. It was frustrating that they didn't listen. That they were walking directly for that cliff and they weren't turning around and even though god continued to show that he was working with moses and there was many different miracles or manifestations that happened to where they should have surrendered they should have been obedient they should have understood that although they could not see they didn't have those conversations with the lord as moses did but he continued to show up and show that he was trustworthy, that he was faithful to God and that God was on his side and he was there to assist them as a messenger. They could have allowed themselves to be obedient and surrender. But there's this, it's like a possession, you know, like it it overtakes the mind if we let it. And it's that that desire to... To constantly be um, shown or validated instead of having faith and belief. It's when we're acting hastily, we're showing we're in unbelief. We have no faith. It's important for us to understand that there's a need for us to be obedient. There's a need for us to be faithful. There's a need for us to surrender the little ego I am not that is only worried about the self, to surrender the lack to remember the truth and when we're saying a fear in god or a fear of god it is to it is like i want to say a meditation bell that when that voice of the ego comes in and wants to get us to act hastily wants to get us to only think about the self and not the whole and focus on god and have faith that fear of remembering the cause and effect of us being unfaithful to remember that when we go against god of ourselves we are nothing but with god we are everything and that if we work to save our life we will lose it but when we surrender our life unto him we have eternal life and therefore we have nothing to fear and jesus has already proved that to us and therefore We need to surrender thinking we need something to prove it to us every single day and understand that if we don't have the sight to see with clear vision, then we are not looking in the right direction. We are missing the mark. And this brings me over to today's Course in Miracles. God is my strength and vision is his gift. So vision must be possible. God's gift to me must be mine because he gave them to me. When we ask to see through God's eyes, we have clear vision and we can allow that to to instill faith while we are, are still blind to see through clear sight. And if we would just remember that there's nothing that we need to fear when we surrender to God's will for God's will comes from the heart of God. And so if we are walking in that obedience, there's, there's not going to be these repercussions that we are seeing in the Old Testament. Instead, we can see the glory and the miracles that are possible because with God, all things are possible. If we just allowed ourselves to learn the easy way instead of the hard way, then we can see the beautiful manifestations of God instead of the effects that we keep causing with our attack thoughts. And then we go over to Matthew in the New Testament. Peter is sitting outside of the courtyard and a servant girl comes over to him and asks if he was one of the ones with Jesus. And Peter denied it in front of everyone. I don't know what you're talking about, he said. Later, out by the gate, another servant girl noticed him and said to those standing around, this man was with Jesus of Nazareth. Again, Peter denied it, and this time with an oath. I don't even know that man, he said. A little later, some of the other bystanders came over to Peter and said, You must be one of them. You can tell by your accent. And Peter swore, A curse on me if I'm lying. I don't know that man. And immediately a rooster crowed. Suddenly, Jesus' words flashed through Peter's mind. Before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times, that you even know me. And he went away, weeping bitterly. And then Judas tried to go to the leading priests and elders and tell them that he had sinned and asked them to let Jesus go. But they wouldn't, and he threw the 30 pieces of silver back to them, and they used it to by a cemetery and they called it the field of blood and this fulfilled the prophecy of jeremiah and then judas went and hung himself and as jesus was standing before pilate the roman governor and he was asking are you the king of the jews and jesus replied you have said it but then the leading priests and elders made their accusations against jesus And Jesus remained silent. Don't you hear all of these charges they are bringing against you? Pilate demanded But Jesus made no response to any of the charges Much to the governor's surprise. This is to show us that there's a time to speak and a time to be silent Jesus wasn't going to fight with their accusations because they weren't true and so when Pilate asked him if he was the king of the Jews He simply reflected back. You have said it. And so it's important for us to remember that when we know the truth, we never need to fight for it. And Jesus says, My peace is like a shaft of golden light shining on you continuously. During the days of bright sunshine, it may blend with your surroundings. On dark days, my peace stands out In sharp contrast to your circumstances. See times of darkness as an opportunity for my light to shine in transcendent splendor. I am training you to practice peace that overpowers darkness. Collaborate with me in this training. Do not grow weary and lose heart. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times in every way. The Lord be with all of you. And that brings me to when Jesus would say, peace be with you. It wasn't just a saying. And I think that's so important for us to understand at this time. People speak so flippantly. They don't even, there's so many words that With the intention, you can mean different things, just like namaste. I don't even know how long I had been hearing people saying namaste to each other. And I thought it was so silly because when someone speaks with intention, even if I don't know what that word means, because of their intention, I can feel it. And that is how all languages, if someone is speaking with great intention, You can feel it inside of you if you allow yourself to receive them. And so when I would hear people use the word namaste, I never understood it because there was no intention behind it. It wasn't until years later that I found out that it means I bow to you. And that gave it great meaning for me. But when Jesus would walk and say, my peace be with you, he was giving them his peace and if they were open to receive it they would feel his peace wash over them and it is this frequency that we can allow ourselves to carry and to gift to people and it is downloading consciousness and so when we speak let's speak with great intention i invite us all and when we have that great intention we are allowing ourselves to share frequency with others and therefore we don't need to stand upon a pulpit and preach or fight for what we know to be truth all we need to do is be that which we speak and share that with others and they will receive it if they have ears to hear and an eye to see and a heart to know truth and so it is this is Kendra, and you can find me at kendradivinepurposementor.com. Have a good day.